Hey y'all, you're back with Girls in the Garage. I'm Lindsay. I'm Natalia. And today we're going to talk about Natalia's favorite hobby. Anyone can guess what that is? No? No? Is this thing on? Well, it's sleeping. Natalia is like a bear in the winter. She's in hibernation all year round, people. <laughs> she gets her sleep. Her body stays zen off of sleep. You got me. I love sleeping. It's the best thing that I think I do in a 24-hour. <laughs> it's the best trait about me, if you ask. It's the best trait. I love sleep. And if I get anything less than nine hours, don't be around me. But don't worry. I very well plan. How's your sleep, Lindsay? We are not the same. Honestly, though, lately, I will give myself a little pat on the back. I have been getting my sleep scores really high lately. I'm Good. averaging, like, almost eight hours, if not over. So your girl is getting better. But back in the day, like, three weeks ago, it's, like, four hours here, five hours there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're trying. That's all that matters. It's not my best trait, some would say. No, that's okay, because you're, you're so ready to have kids one day. I'm going to have to make my children, like conform to my schedule and it's not gonna go well I think it'll go well we'll see let's hope my kids like sleep the way I do so let's dive in a little bit deeper on sleep we all know that it's important but why how much how can you help your sleep yada 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 it goes on you need seven to nine hours of sleep that is the recommendation as per like every health journal out there right seven to nine hours that should be the goal I feel like a little more, you know, a little more can't hurt, you know, 10, 12. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Could you imagine sleeping 12 hours a day knowing you only had 12 hours to get things done? Because there's only 24 hours oh, a day. Oh, I've done it before. That seems rough. You wake up feeling very good. But can't you oversleep? Yes. And then you're like tired and you're like, how am I tired? Yes. I 10 and a half hours, and you're like, what the heck? No, that's a good point. Yeah. Like, if you, like, sleep in, then I feel like, like, on the weekends, if I sleep in, I feel like my day goes crappier, like, just because I feel like being lazy versus, like, making yourself get up and start doing things and movement and stuff like that. But so I think there's a difference there, too, because you can still lay in bed for longer and be lazy. True. That's self-care. That's a different true. category. True, true, true. We'll <laughs> talk about that another day. <laughs> But yes, so seven to nine hours is where you should be shooting per night for sleep. Now, I ask you, Lindsay, why is sleep so important? Why is it that? Let me answer that. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> sleep is incredibly important for not only your body to rest and have a little downtime, but sleep is super important for the detoxification process that your brain uses, but also the rest of your body in cellular repair. So sleep is really big for just that purpose. And just for your brain alone, you can reduce your risk of getting a lot of diseases and orders that you could potentially develop later on in life just from getting the proper amount of sleep, like dementia, cardiovascular disease, stuff along those lines. So sleep honestly is one of the best things that you can do for your health, the proper amount of sleep. It also is super important for your metabolism, for hormone regulation, and like I said before, sleep is just really, really good for your body to heal itself. You know, it's really interesting to me, sleep is free, yet so many people don't prioritize it, but you know, we're constantly looking for that next best thing, the next pill, the next magic thing to make us healthier, skinnier, whatever, but people aren't prioritizing different things you can do to make your sleep habits better, and it's free. 
Like, yeah. You think we would look at it a little bit more just to enhance that side because, like Nat said, it's healing so much in your body and you're literally just sleeping. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not having, your body's doing all the work. You're actually taking a break. Yeah. Essentially. It's so important for your brain. And also, like, if you're not hitting your goals, if you're not, like, physically, emotionally, mentally, if you're, you know, studying all day long, you're having a hard time concentrating, if you're not hitting your goals in the gym, look at your sleep and analyze your sleep. Plug Aura Ring, girl. Uh, uh, uh. Honestly, I think, yes, the Aura Ring has been cool in natural cycles to track my cycle, but I think I've had the most benefit from it telling me about my sleep. It breaks it down from your awake time, your deep sleep, your light sleep, and your REM sleep. And I'm trying to tweak different things to increase those because your body needs different phases of those sleep cycles, which is important. So I'm I'm here. Everyone get an aura ring. It is so cool. I know it's a little bit pricey, but the investment, think about it. If it can help you sleep, sleep is free. You can live longer, be healthier. It's only making you better. I think it's really important to... Uh, make sure you're deep diving into your sleep, and there are ways that you can heal your sleep. So if you feel like you're kind of, I don't know, dragging during the day, you don't feel fully rested, you're having troubles concentrating, that is indicators to you that you are either A, not getting enough sleep, enough quality sleep, or you are not getting enough oxygen when you sleep. And so we'll kind of go into that a little bit later. So I've said this several times, I'm a real big fan of Andrew Huberman. Uh, he is a PhD at ooh, Harvard or Stanford. Don't quote me on it, but besides the point, he has a really awesome podcast that I've been really listening because I've been really wanting to improve my sleep. And the biggest takeaway I've had from his podcast so far is I've been mouth taping and it sounds scarier than what it actually is. I literally ordered tape off Amazon. It's super cheap. I got a lot of packs and I'm literally just taping my mouth, not horizontally, but vertically. And I do it about 10 to 15 minutes before I actually, like, close my eyes to fall asleep. So while I'm watching the last little bit of Criminal Minds or Gilmore Girls or Friends, whatever I'm in the mood for that night, I just put it on my mouth. And then, because it preps my body to know, okay, your mouth is shut. But I was a heavy mouth breather. And all of the symptoms show that your sleep can suffer from breathing through your mouth. So different benefits to mouth taping is... It promotes more nose breathing, obviously, because it's taking away the mouth aspect, but this can help prevent the spread of infection, which I thought was really interesting because especially in a post-COVID time, people are constantly looking for ways to not get sick because it was such a scary thing and still is for some. So that's an interesting factor that if you can promote more nose breathing rather than that mouth breathing, you can prevent the spread of things. It also improves your teeth hygiene. And we talked about this time and time again, Um, teeth can play a factor in many health roles. So You can literally look at your teeth to know how your heart is doing. Like, there's different factors to connect, so I thought that was really important. It can also help with facial alignment, and this runs on my family. We have really long faces, and when you look at someone from their profile view, I found it interesting because if their jaw protrudes a little bit further, typically they're probably heavier mouth breathers, and that's kind of out of our control. But from mouth taping, you can promote your face to essentially take a different shape. If you guys know what I'm saying, like, obviously it's not going to change you, but it can promote your body, your nose to work in a different way. Like a different adaptation. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. So I thought that was really cool. And it can help you with deeper sleep. So this was where I was struggling in sleep. I was getting maybe six hours of light sleep or awake. And that's not good. It's sleep. Yes, it's good. But that's not the sleep that helps refocus your brain, repair your cells, different things like that. You want more of a deep sleep or REM sleep. Well, this can help by mouth taping, promote your body to be in REM or a deep sleep longer. And honestly, 
from mouth taping. I've been mouth taping for almost three and a half weeks now. And the last two weeks, I've gotten over two hours of REM. And I was, prior to all this, I was probably averaging 10 minutes of REM, if that, maybe two to three. So it's really interesting to see those trends and having that those actual numbers there to compare and see a difference. It's really cool to see how I'm doing. And I feel like I'm back in the gym, well, doing things for the, you know what I'm saying, not the actual gym, but right, I'm working right, it right, right. And I've been really rejuvenated, and I think my attitude's been better this week, Nat's been a lot of time with me, so she can contest to that. I've been trying to be more upbeat, and I just yeah. feel, I feel more rejuvenated, and I think mm -hmm. a lot of that has to do with sleep and trying to be more mindful of my habits, and this is a really awesome way that I've noticed to help my habits. Just to keep going off of Dr. Andrew Huberman, some of the things I've also been trying to do is I was a habitual fall asleep with the t television on because I thought I needed that background noise well that can also play a role in lack of sleep good sleep because your brain doesn't fully shut off because it's still kind of subconsciously hearing that so I've been shutting off the tv before I actually close my eyes and making sure that I'm not on my phone past 9 30. He says typically 10 to f 10 p.m to 4 a.m is like a good cutoff for screens but I've been trying to do 9.30 and have no screen and just promote that darkness because it can promote a better sleeping environment. I really like the mouth taping. I find it very interesting. I that have plenty of tape. I don't like it enough to try it yet because it still kind of scares me. But I like having the aura ring to have quantitative data to look at how your numbers shift. And I think that's really interesting that it helps get deep sleep. So that's very cool. I'm glad you like that. I can share my results with you guys. It's honestly, I think that's my favorite thing. Like I'm so excited to wake up and see like my data sync because I feel like little steps over a long time. Like in the beginning, obviously I didn't really see a huge change, but like just in the last two weeks, I've seen a slight shift. So I'm excited to prolong this and see how it continues to change. Yeah, that's really cool. That's really, really cool. If you are trying to heal your sleep cycle, obviously implement the things that Lindsay has talked about. And then to just add on to that, if you're struggling with just like a routine in your day, right? Like you feel like you don't really have a routine. Getting a routine set in stone, that can really help. And if you struggle with that, just start with like two times a day. Just set your alarm at like say 6 a.m. in the morning and be like, I'm going to get up no matter what I have planned for the day. I'm going to get up and I'm going to go for a walk at 6, right? Mm. And then, like Lindsay said, take your phone away at a certain time at night, uh, maybe like 8 p.m., turn your phone off. You do not want to be looking at your phone before. Now, again, we're preaching the choir because we're the, we, we sit on TikTok and, yeah, okay. We're, we're here to be real. We, we've established exactly. that. When you're on something with light production before bed, your brain is not producing the right amount of melatonin, if at all, which is what triggers your sleep cycles. So you want to put your phone away for at, le at least an hour before you go to bed, like Lindsay said. Kind of get your brain ready to go to sleep. And then exercising. Lindsay also said this. Exercising is so, so important for everything, but also your sleep cycles. If you don't believe me, Try it out. I promise you might see a difference. And then another thing that can really help is making sure you're not eating a big meal two to three hours before bed. When you eat, that gets your metabolism going, your body's producing energy, and that doesn't really shut your body down to get rest. So don't eat, but also don't consume caffeine. Uh, yes. At a certain time before. I mean, there's some people who can say they can drink it and still fall asleep, which I believe you. <laughs> Me, yesterday, I had a coffee at two. And I was wired till 1 a.m. She was still so So, uh, Dr. Andrew Huberman actually recommends don't consume alcohol 8 to 10 hours prior to you falling asleep. So, 
typically just consume it in the morning hours, early afternoon. Alcohol? Caffeine? Did I say alcohol? You sure did. Okay. Well, you I said, <laughs> wow, eight to ten hours. And then I was like, you said typically in the mornings. And I was like, I don't think she's talking about okay. Well, we can keep this in the episode because <laughs> if you do need a drink, just do it. <laughs> it's five o'clock somewhere, baby. Alcohol. <laughs> you guys, clearly I'm tired. Oh, but I apologize. What, what I was trying to say is do not consume caffeine eight to ten hours prior to falling asleep because that can keep you wired. However, if you do need a drink in the morning, by all means, Whatever. do your boo-boo. Do what you gotta We're do. not here to judge. Sometimes it'd be like that. <laughs> drink in the morning. I was like, what the? Where did you read that? Well, it's funny because in my notes, also, he talks about, like, no alcohol right. or limiting alcohol. So it was just on my brain. That's so. hilarious. <laughs> That's so funny. Sorry. I was like, wow, I've been doing it wrong this whole time. <laughs> no one ever told you. Yeah, I know. Jeez. That was funny. And then just to add on to that, just some easy, easy supplements that you can add in to heal your sleep if you're struggling is magnesium. Magnesium is so good for so many things, but magnesium is a really good calmer to the body. And then uh, tryptophan, which is a building block to serotonin, which serotonin is a big, it plays a big role with your sleep cycles, your sleep-wake cycles. So tryptophan can naturally be found in like chicken, fish, turkey. You know, awesome. get your protein into protein if you must. Protein, muscle. Let's go. Before you go on to that, just to add on to that really quick, I also found it interesting to reset your circadian rhythm to go off of how you talked about your serotonin levels and like naturally change our sleep cycle because we're all kind of haywire. You should the first thirty to sixty minutes of waking up, try your best to go outside and look in direct sunlight. I'm not saying go stare at the sun. Because obviously that's not what I'm saying. Go outside, get that natural sunlight. Light activates those photoreceptors, which allow you to get your circadian rhythm back in pattern because your body does want to do natural. It's kind of like when you go camping and you sleep in a tent. That natural light is coming in. Therefore, you're ready to wake up and start your day earlier. I don't know about you, but whenever I go camping, I'm ready to start my day by like 6 a.m. But I'm not a morning person. But it just goes to show like your body wants to do the natural way of things. So get outside and get sunlight in the morning. But, I mean, like, when you're not getting enough sleep and you feel like shit all the time, it's easier said than done. But just, like, baby steps. Just start, you know, like Lindsay said, just go outside. Change up your routine a little bit. Get a different routine. Add in the supplementation. Do meditation before bed. Do stretching, yoga. Quiet your brain down. Like, have a little bit more of a parasympathetic cue before you go to bed. We've talked about breathing patterns acupuncture can even help there are so many things i have a quote for you ready tell me since we're on this and i've already talked about him enough can you tell him a fan dr andrew huberman says are you ready for this i'm ready i'm ready if you're looking for the best stress relief sleep if you're looking for a trauma release sleep if you're looking for an immune booster sleep if you're looking for hormone augmentation sleep if you're looking for an emotional stabilizer which Hi, it's me. Uh, you need sleep. So moral of the story is sleep is so important yeah. to our body. It is. It's very important. It's very preventative. A lot of diseases that you can develop. It's so, so, so good for your brain. So you guys, here's your chance. Seven to nine hours. Not six, not five, not three. Seven to nine. Is this thing on? Can you hear me? <clears throat> for those in the back, say it louder. Say it louder. Seven to nine. No more, no less. Well, you can have more. I'm good with more. But. Nat, literally, listen. 
she will go home, take a nap. And at this point, she'll take a nap from, let's say we get out of class at 4.30. She's going to go home, take a nap at 5. She's going to sleep until 6.30. She's going to wake up to eat dinner, and then she's back in bed by 7.30, ready Look, to fall asleep by 7.45. I literally will plan naps in my weekends, but I feel like I feel like our brains are just constantly yeah. going all week long, and we're running, 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 especially this quarter. Yeah. So I feel like it gives me a little bit of an excuse, but even when I don't have anything going on, I still like to sleep. It's great. There's nothing wrong with that. If your body likes it, and honestly... You're coherent, you're focused, you're a good student, you're a good person. Sleep, baby. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I I will take that permission. So just to wrap things up, let's talk about some pros to sleeping because if you guys haven't got the hint yet, we're trying to really promote sleep here because we need it. Yes. So if you want to be sick less often, you should sleep more. If you want to hold a healthy weight, you want to reduce stress, you want to improve your mood, you want to improve your focus for those who are students. We have to focus. You want to be good doctors. You want to be good students in your field. Focus up. If you want to be better with people, if you want to be more of a people person, get some sleep. If you want to strengthen your heart, sleep. If you want benefits to your muscles, sleep. So this is actually something really interesting that professions who they're on call, like firefighters, linemen, doctors can be on call. It's really important that you are getting sleep for your muscles. So, like, yes, you want to get in the gym and work, but, like, say you work to shift, you need to go home and sleep because, like Nat said in the beginning, your cells are repairing, so your muscles are also repairing because they need that rest. But it allows your muscles to build. So don't just think because you're not in the gym all the time. And if you are fatigued or tired and you feel like you need an off day, make sure you're getting sleep because your body is probably doing more for itself than being in the gym if you need that sleep. Sleep is super important, and you're not going to hit your goals. You're not going to build muscle. You're not going to lose fat. You're not going to build lean body tissue if you do not get the proper amount of sleep because your body just won't prioritize it because that's not the priority. So sleep, sleep, sleep. Please take care of yourself. I hope you snooze well tonight. (laughs) And moving forward. Thanks, y'all. Thank you.